Gailey, Emily, Jaden, Christo. Look, it's Coward Punch Week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the founder of it is uh, Danny Green, who's an absolute legend. Interesting, though. He's a boxer. Yeah. And then he wants us to stop boxing in the streets. Yeah. Keep it in the ring. Exactly. And he's doing a magnificent job. He really are. And we've got him on the phone this morning. Tell us all about it, man. Yeah, I guess um, I found that it started in 2012. I'm just tired of seeing blokes um, hit people for no reason and, and, and kill people and, 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 and permanently injure them um, for no reason, just because they're gutless and they're scumbags. So I wanted to highlight the fact that they're cowards and Cow Punch campaign has gone from strength to strength and now it's got a board. We've got a board that's got influential people like Christine Nixon, former Victorian Police Commissioner on board, We've just done a, a groundbreaking piece of research, world first, um, from Victoria Institute of Forensic Medicine into um, studying um, and a, a really, really deep um, synopsis of why Coward's Punch happens and, and, and who are the people who are doing it, the victims, et cetera, and, and, and helps us delve deeper into exactly where we need to point our resources in the future. And also, Cool Australia, we're just about to um, launch uh, the Cow Punch campaign into the curriculum, into our education department. So yeah. the, 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 the Cow Punch campaign has come a long way from when I started back in 2012, and I just need to add that no one gets paid a single cent. It's all for love. Wow. Mate, uh, the research that you've done, uh, the, uh, the Victorian research that's done, has shown a little bit of a change in the expectation of where cow punching is happening. Um, away from uh, licensed venues and alcohol, whilst it, whilst it's still there, there's there's a shift to uh, more in domestic settings, like at railway stations and and mm. places where we're just in normal life, um, even neighbours and housemates. Um, and th- this is really good research because it's not just focusing on uh, nightlife and pubs; it's focusing on everyday life between Monday and Friday. Yeah, exactly. It's it's it really it was an eye opener. It was really surprising. Not so much for myself because having you know been around you know what's going on for a long time. Um, you know you get you, you see, it, but most people identify these situations and these incidents with nightclubs and bars and etc. And, and 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 nightclub and kind of entertainment precincts. But yeah, you, it's happening. It can happen at the local service station. It can happen walking down the street. It can happen anywhere. And so it's a matter of the Coward Punch campaign. We are, we are focusing on trying to educate, particularly the younger generation, on the dangers. Because it's not just the deaths that are, that are horrific. It's the amount of people that are severely, permanently injured for the rest of their lives. Well, one of the things I did like that I'm looking at is that you want to change the term people use from king hit and one punch to coward punch so that it doesn't sound glamorous, essentially. Yeah, you know, like a bloke's less likely to be down the pub and spruiking to his mates, yeah, just got out of the can for, you know, for a king hit. He's less likely to say that if the term's widely known as a coward punch because, let's face it, no bloke wants to be known as a... No one wants to be known as a coward. Mm. So I, I, I decided to call it the coward punch campaign because it was a bit awkward at the start, but it just had so much resonance because people identify with the term coward. And to highlight an offence like that with such a such a, a poor connotation of being a coward, it's had such a powerful effect, a simple yet powerful effect in the community. And now judges and magistrates are handing down terms and sentencing sentences whilst in court referencing the term coward punch. Yeah, Amazing. Yeah. Well done. Mate, yeah. I've got to say, um, that in the research that's come out recently, the median age of coward punch victims is... 44. It was in the past around 33 between 2012 and 2018. Why 
is it that their age has uh, gone to that 44? Are, are we not learning as middle-aged adults because we haven't been listening to the campaign and it's been focused on the younger people? Uh, maybe the society or society in general is not really growing up, um, you know, and not really learning from mistakes and not really learning from the past. I, I, I can't give you a definitive answer, but the fact that this, this um, piece of research has, allowed, has, has highlighted um, so many different things that I wasn't aware of, that we all weren't aware of. It helps us delve into the, into the, into the perpetrators and the victims and then work out strategies to try and educate um, both sides and, and to try and, try and, I guess, arm the community with as much education and information as they can to then hopefully make better decisions in the future. Mate, you're an absolute friggin' legend. Like, like I've I've seen it on the news and I've heard it mentioned on the news and and, and the the coward punch. So you've really done a great job, mate. Thank you very much for joining us and and best of luck going forward with it. Have a great day, guys. Thanks, Thanks, mate. It's Danny Green this morning at 1029 Hot Tomato. Gailey, Emily, Jaden, Christo.